And now, live from Bore on the Floor Studios in Burbank, California, it's Thursday on the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes a guest. She's a comedian and your dog's favorite podcast host. It's Renee Colbert. And he's a comedian and host of the Gilmore Guys and Good Christian Fun Podcast. It's Kevin Porter. Right-wing Tony is here to remind you that the facts don't care about your feelings. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board. Love my sailor and your best friend, Allison Rosen. brown sugar cinnamon pop tarts it's me allison welcome to another exciting thursday show that particular carbohydrate was sent in by scott marquez on patreon patreon lots of fun stuff on patreon one of the things is you can submit a carb and then i will call you that and there's a specific reason that was sent in and it relates to a first time thursday show guest let me say hello to my guests hello and welcome not the first time on the show, but the first no. time on the Thursday show, Kevin Porter. Hey, thank you. It's been a long time coming. I know. I've been gunning for this position for four <laughs> years, ever well, since I was first on the show. You had to annihilate a lot of people, but I now did. you're here. I did. There was a trail it- of podcast bodies behind me. <laughs> uh, do you have some relationship to brown sugar cinnamon Pop-Tarts? Oh, I love them. They're my favorite, my number one with a bullet, for sure. Have you talked about that before, though? I've thrown them in the audience of live podcasts. That must that be I've what it might is. Be. <laughs> is that why they did it? Yeah, because Scott said, um, he submitted it and said, because Kevin P is on, and then he said they were a staple of mine in college as well. Yeah, okay, so uh, Gilmore Girls, they love Pop-Tarts, they talk about it. And then that was like, you know, when you do podcast shows and stuff, it's like, okay, how can we tie it in and make it fun? Right. And so we would chuck them out got at the it. audience because pop tarts even if you get dinged in the face with it it's fine it's not gonna leave a mark right yeah, yeah and you got a tasty treat afterwards Ooh, what is the most dangerous food to throw into a crowd soup <laughs> <laughs> hot soup yeah. i would say would be top right. of the list i think whereas like a gazpacho or a vichyssoise you'd be mm-hmm. this is a podcast where i mention highfalutin soups yeah yeah what was the, the second one vichyssoise that is I've a cold potato soup I feel it's fallen out of favor. Chilled soups have fallen out of favor. Um, yeah, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to agree with you, Kevin. Hot soup would be dangerous. Mm-hmm. I think a banana could hurt someone because of the hurt. weight. Biscotti. That'll I, kill a man. I'm going <laughs> to, I'm sorry to be contrary no, already, okay. but I, I think a banana would not hurt. Are you being, How do we test this theory? <laughs> Wait, really? yeah, bring out the bananas. <laughs> Are you being contrary? Con- contrary? <laughs> I, know. I know. I said a weird. <laughs> I also say parallel weird, apparently. Uh, Wait, is that how you always say contrary? Because I thought maybe you were saying contrarian. I started to and I stopped. I'm, no, it's not usually how I say contrary. <laughs> I am a fine one to talk because I, as well, as everyone at this table knows, when you host a podcast, people like to let you know things you say that are weird. So I'm very attuned to all my weird things. Have you stopped doing something because people called it out too much? Ooh, good question. Uh, I w- I've been a- this is not exactly that, but I've been accused of mentioning that I lived in New York too much. So I'm highly aware of how frequently I t- yeah. <laughs> talk about that. You, you know, cooled that, off that on that a bit. I have. Yeah. Apparently it used to work its way into podcasts all the time. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, oh, uh, not pronouncing the T. No, no, no. Sorry. Not pronouncing the L in 
also <laughs> apparently i would say, say like also? also yeah oh interesting uh what are other ones i have a problem with the word n-i-c-h-e people haven't pointed this out but i'm very aware of it i can't decide if i'm saying niche or niche oh. so i tend to say niche oh, which I is think nothing that goes both ways oh that is nothing yeah <laughs> it's just somewhere in the <laughs> one time i was doing a tv thing and i i was gonna say the word r-o-u-t-e and i didn't know if i wanted to say route or root so I said, root. <laughs> anyway, let me say hello to the rest of my guests. Hello, Renee. Welcome. Hello. Thank you for having me back. How's it going? I like the avocados on your shirt. Thank you. Listen, I, uh, here's what happened. I took myself to Target mm. and I saw this avocado shirt. Now, this is already contrary. Because- <laughs> Love it. Love it. Uh, yeah, but I- that's your niche. Dude, it is my niche. Uh, <laughs> and I'm on the right route. Wrote, wrote. Uh, this reminds me of New York. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> because it's funny you say that. I used to live there. <laughs> You're kidding. Uh, I do think Target occasionally will take a uh, niche mm. artist and uh, and copy it and make a lot of money off of it. So I don't mm-hmm. love that. But I was in Target and I saw this avocado shirt and I said, "Is this the day that I become the t-shirt girl at work?" Ooh. And I said yes right then and there. And I picked up every single one of the graphic tees that was available. And now this is just what I wear to work. I am comfy. With just a little bit of conscience on and my brain that maybe somebody's art was stolen. <laughs> <laughs> I is think it, you're okay. You think we're okay? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's not like such a bold, like, it's just, it's an avocado. It's not sure. like an avocado with arms and, it's you know. saying I mean? something sassy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. well, that would sassy be art. It's not an avocado that says like Black Lives Matter or something. <laughs> where it's like, oh, clearly this is an artist this with perspective said this. <laughs> but I do want, if you designed the multiple avocado shirts, I would also like to pay you. For By your art as well, <laughs> uh, an avocado saying "Black Lives Matter," <laughs> like a cute avocado saying that is something I would like to see at Target. <laughs> yeah. I mean, listen, how it, a lot of social justice stuff—you yeah. have to market it the right yeah. way, and you know, as repulsive as it may be, whatever gets the message across, it's possible. Uh, but yeah, so now I'm t-shirt girl at work. I'm very comfortable. What uh, are the other options for kinds of girls you could be? Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, I think uh, a girl who uh, tries, I think, is because everybody can tell you what. <laughs> Oh. Uh, I, rompers are making a real big appearance. Okay, rompers. It's a big romper now. summer at work. Mm. Yeah. I ooh, do you have big romper energy? Bre over here. I thought I knew what a romper was sure. until recently. I realized I don't think I do know what it is. Let's start with what you think it is. Let's start, and with- then we'll work our way back. <laughs> Let's start with what Tony thinks. Okay. <laughs> Tony, what do you think? Uh, oh, wait. I haven't even said hello okay. to everyone. Well, right. say hi to Let everybody. Let me say hi to everyone. Then... then let's jump All into right. rompers. Hi. Okay. Now I have time to Google it. <laughs> Daniel, hi. Hi. Uh, I'm going to say hello to Tony, but first I have to say, Daniel, I think that you maligned or besmirched Tony a little bit in your intro. And that How's is that? a... But well, and th- let me rephrase. And she's, I really... She's worried you're... Is he I getting really in your territory? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my job to make him feel uncomfortable. Oh. Um, Have you ever voted Republican, though, Tony? Be honest. You call all him- I do. You can't stop me from voting Republican. <laughs> no, it's a character, right wing Tony. I don't get it. You know, my famous the character. Th- the facts don't care about your feelings. Oh, did you say the facts? Yes, the facts. Oh, okay. okay. It was a pun. We're having <laughs> a good time. We're not. <laughs> Aren't we laughing to my hilarious pun? That, <laughs> and that is a Ben Shapiro <laughs> pinned tweet. 
Facts don't care about it's your like, feelings. It's like his. It's like his catchphrase. He makes mugs and it's like his, his avocado. It's his, did I do that? It, <laughs> it really is. Right. It's his kiss my grits. <laughs> that is such yeah. a timely catchphrase. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, no robe. Hi, Yo, me right wing Tony. Hi. <laughs> Oh, someone rec- – so, Kevin, to bring you up to speed, mm-hmm. the studio does not have a name, although it looks like Pod Cabin is going to be the winner. That was oh, uh, Pod cute. Cabin's, I like It's cute and cozy, but yeah. also kind of professional. It's Who, like, right. we got some work to do. Matt, that in? Matt, Matt Gorley was on the show, uh-huh. and he recommended Podcast Cabin. Yeah. Okay. Or he just referred to it as that, yeah. and that kind of caught on. Now, we also are looking for a nickname for Tony. That's been going on for a long time. We don't really have one yet. Um, he doesn't ever wear a bathrobe, hence no robe, Tony. I know that it doesn't seem snappy, but for some reason it's got legs. And then Wendy, uh, Wendy thinks it. Wendy has likes legs. it. Yeah. Um, tone zone. I was mm-hmm. calling you that for a while. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Arden Marine suggested beast, which, which, I, ha- which beast? I had a sound. <laughs> oh my! Well, everyone's startled, and I'm scared. Wow. <laughs> I had that ready because when that really like ran for like we were two so days into it for a little and while, and then I was like, "All right, I'm does gonna, that I'm make gonna... Alice in Beauty?" Oh, right, you can come back in all the time. Wait, but this is Bore on the Floor Studios. Oh right? yeah, now is that B O R E? It's B O A R. This is a reference to last night's episode of Succession. I oh, believe. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it yet either, but I saw one Twitter meme, and I don't want any spoilers because it is my favorite show on oh TV my, right now. The scene so that good. that comes from is one of my favorite scenes in any show ever. It was so good. But I'm not going to spoil it because <laughs> I, I watched it last night after Allison went to sleep. Is it as good as when Renata stuffed tissue into her husband's that was pretty mouth great. and that was little pretty, lies? That that wasn't like a whole scene though. That was okay. just that was just a great moment. I'm gonna say yes. Listen, I stand Big Little Lies. I stand Dern. Mm-hmm. I stand a awesome. Meryl Streep queen. I dressed up as her every week for my Big <laughs> Little Pies big, watch party. I saw that. <laughs> a real thing that I did. <laughs> but I would say Succession is more dramatic. Succession is a meme it's factory, it, but it's Shakespearean and it's earned. It, Whereas yeah. this season, Big Little Lies was only yeah. a fever dream of memes yeah. <laughs> and Laura Dern gifts. That's all it was. Uh, it was great. I enjoyed. I want to just watch a supercut of only the Laura Dern scenes. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, We'd all watch that. <laughs> this scene from Succession though was like a long scene, and the whole thing, start to finish, was fantastic. Can't wait. Was, I uh, might yeah, watch I, when I get home. I can't wait to watch either. Okay, so uh, someone, and I wish I knew, I remembered their name. I'm. So Sorry, person whose name I'm forgetting. Um, someone suggested Tony Juan Kenobi. Ooh, that's pretty yeah. good. Have you gotten that before? I feel like it, at some point in life, someone has said that. Right. But I, I yeah. I How about just good. Tony from West Side Story? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you you have very... to say Tony from West Side Story. <laughs> or it's Tony, da, 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 you know, from West Side yeah. Story every time you refer to him. <laughs> I don't Got mind that. a real that. good ring to it. So yeah. catchy. Oh, yeah. All right, rompers. I'm trying to remember what I thought they were. <laughs> because... <laughs> An animal? <laughs> yeah. <sighs> <laughs> I've started and stopped a number of times. It's a little rump stuff. Either situation. what they are or what I thought they were. One of the things that is one of those is yes. like just a dress. Okay. And then the other one has shorts attached to it. It's like a short dress. Dress with shorts. Tony, what do you think? Yeah, I thought it was kind of like a like a basically just like a one piece thing that was like a, a top and <laughs> pants or right. shorts all together. I think that's what I that's yeah. That I don't think the right. dr- a dress is really a part of it. I've, maybe in England they call dresses rompers. 
which is cute. Why are they common in New York? Wrong, but cute. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I live there. And we just called them, uh, we just called them dresses. Oh, yeah. okay. okay. I don't know. I don't know if I'm correct about that. Okay. Wh- so, what yeah, are they? so the girls, it's, uh, it is, it's the one piece. Um, real cute. And, uh, it's, it can come in denim. It can have some buttons onto it. I don't care for the lack of pockets mm. that are on a lot of them. Mm. Uh, but yeah, everybody's, and it's, a, and you're committed to it because that's your outfit. Right. Like when you go to the bathroom, you're naked. That's what I'm wondering. I'm complimenting, but in the back of my mind, I'm like, right. do you regret it? Mm. So, in the bathroom. So back to Kevin's question of yes. the other things you might have been, were you not? Sure. T-shirt. T-shirt graphic girl. Graphic t-shirt girl. Right. You could have been yes. girl who's trying. Girl who's trying. Uh, I think, yeah, I think girl, girl who's uh, working her way up. Uh, mm. Which is can't be too confused with girl who's trying romper girl is girl who's trying girl who's <laughs> trying is like you're trying to look attractive and girl who's working her way up is like you're professional and yes. a little bit overdressed yeah. you're dressed for the job you want I love that yes exactly um and then and then girl who doesn't need to try not mm. to be confused with graphic tea girl. right <laughs> you, you could also be uh, the cool girl a lot of gone girl that. monologue yeah, yeah yes mm-hmm. exactly you, you could also be girl in a poodle nowhere. skirt that's like got a whole thing going on I could. I could. You could I mean, because there is that girl. There's always like, why? You could be yeah. the new girl. Yeah. You could be gossip girl. I could girl. be Zoe Deschanel every day. You could every be day. Golden Girl. <laughs> oh, yeah. You could be just girl on right. HBO. Could I be a Gilmore girl? I've never Kevin? heard of that. <laughs> I don't know her. Now, Daniel has become, uh, how would you, not Hawaiian shirt guy, but like loud shirt, fun shirt guy. Loud shirt yeah. guy. <laughs> Dad shirt fun. guy. Uh, you you have like settled into an identity of shirts. Identity. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I don't I don't think I did it as like a part of my identity so much as I like the fit of a short sleeve button down shirt. And since I'm not wearing them to work generally, I can wear uh, colors and prints. Like it started, I think, with your cockatoo shirt. But I but I don't. <laughs> No, it did not. It started with my uh, my blue flower Hawaiian shirt. Okay. Now there's two other famous men that yeah. I know are famous for wearing their Hawaiian shirts. One is Pastor Rick Warren from Salback Church. He did the inaugural yeah. prayer, prayer for President Obama. And the other, not Trump. And the other, John Lasseter is John Lasseter. Yeah. So like. It's weird Al also. Oh, weird Al. Exactly. Like, yes. Tony's wearing the kind of shirt that Tony's I like. wearing a Daniel shirt tonight. Yeah. yeah. I'm not talking about like <laughs> a traditional style. No, not a rain spooner. Or even a Tommy Bahama one. Like there's just certain ones that are just like nice like fitted shirts. And in this weather, you know, I have to wear it. Like I'm wearing a the shirt I wore to work today. And these things are hot and miserable. Um, so if I don't have to go to work, I won't wear them. Isn't this fun? It hey. is fun. It's a good time. Yeah. Hey, we, we all, all make, decide. there's a lot of personal, so you put so much thought into your clothes that no one else thinks twice about. Yes. Or I think for men, I don't know, obviously we have a different relate. Most of us have a different relationship with the way we dress and what clothes we wear and, yes. and pick and choose than most women do. That's kind of heteronormative. Sorry I said it, but yeah, but it feels generally, yes. at least for the people in that, this room, that might be true. True or false. Am I canceled? <laughs> Sorry, I'm still impressed that you use heteronormative. Is that that's correct though, right? Yeah, I don't think it's correct. Okay, yeah, it's just it's just you don't you don't hear it often in conversation. Well, I do need woke points, and that is one of the ways I get them is using that word. Toss it in there. Yeah. I got it. Ding. 
Is this problematic, guys? Oh, he self-reflects. <laughs> he knows. Give he him knows. A few he knows. He knows the word. <laughs> um. So let's catch up with Kevin. Wait. Well, I didn't answer your question. Mm-hmm. So ask it again. Oh, uh, what's your relationship with how you dress? That oh, wasn't the question. But we're on a break now. right now. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I will start that relationship up again mm-hmm. when I finish shedding the pregnancy weight, which this time around is really, it's just like clinging onto my body like a bunch of fatty barnacles, <laughs> which is... Um, not trying to self hate here, but I'm just, uh, saying with after I gained a lot of weight during both pregnancies after Elliot, it came off relatively easily. And I was like, Oh, my body does have a new set point and it wants to get back to where it was. Whereas now it is like very happy to be where I am, but it is coming off just slowly and it's just harder to get it off. But until then, I have just been like, whatever. I'm still basically wearing my maternity clothes and it's basically like one of two or three things um and i don't feel good about it but i would just like to walk about pretending that no one else has been like you have a uniform and it is that (laughs) thing that i'm wearing i mean that thing that i'm looking at so anyway i guess what i would say is my relationship with clothing is very complicated right now Mm, it's complicated on facebook yes that's what we are yeah yeah Yeah. because we're all on facebook still (laughs) <laughs> I yeah barely I'm on it for the groups there's some good groups there on are yes. some good groups are you in some secret groups uh some closed groups I <laughs> oh. may be I may not be I'm not liberty to discuss but it's still good for groups although I did hear a podcast in which they said the predominant uh social media space for the anti-vaxxer community is Facebook oh, that boy. doesn't surprise me that's bullet. the group you're in uh <laughs> it's not yeah. <laughs> wait which groups are you in or can you really not say can you mm. give us hints oh you know a lot of them is like nerdy stuff some of it's like religious stuff like mm-hmm. ex-evangelical groups or like support groups for certain and then some of them are just like you know like little dorky fan groups or Wait. like discussion groups for certain podcasts and ex-evangelical stuff. Mm-hmm. i was not familiar with this term what yeah. does that mean i, I mean know. i can guess i but... don't know if it's a mainstream term, but it's like people who grew up specifically i mean just like i grew up in church or i was raised catholic or have some sort of religious background but people who specifically used to be evangelical mm. and grew up in evangelical church what is the definition of evangelical because i have like i'm this is an area of confusion for me because i have a cousin who is in deep rural georgia and she converted to something and is completely fucking cuckoo bananas. Ooh. And, uh, into like, and I, I have just always called it evangelical because it's got that like fervor, mm-hmm. but I don't know if that is a specific definition or if it's just sort of a term like, oh, she's Baptist, you know, but it's like we call it even, is it? Uh, well, I mean, yeah, you can use it as like a, yeah, just a general adjective like, oh, yeah, they got a little evangelical about it. But then also it is a it is kind of an umbrella term for different kinds of denominations that gotcha. believe like the literal Bible or the little literal death and resurrection, blah, blah, blah. Like okay. like it like you would say like Episcopalian would not be evangelical. Right. Lutheran would not be evangelical, but something like most sects of Baptists would be evangelical yeah, okay. or non-denominational churches could be evangelical too. So it just depends on like the interpretation of, of that biblical stuff, All right. that, that particular theology. Cause then it's like, go and make disciples. And then it's like, tell everyone about it. <laughs> be <Sit>. annoying. <laughs> That's yeah. like a tenant of it, right? Yeah. 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 It's like, Spreading the word. Uh, I almost said be fruitful and multiply, but that's a different thing. <laughs> <laughs> but but pros- also that. proselytizing. Proselytizing, proselytizing. Yeah, is a big deal with it. 
Got Are you an Old Testament guy or a New Testament guy? <laughs> uh, <laughs> just, you know, we had to guess. Uh, you know, both equally. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what you're referencing? Yeah. Yeah. The, the my... A buddy of mine tweeted that. He was the, Tyler Huckabee was the one who tweeted that. Uh-huh. And he's kind of ex-evangelical too. He's still a Christian, but he's still someone who's like, Trump sucks. Obviously, like, the people who don't affirm gay people suck. I still hold to these tenets of Christianity. Also, this guy's a joke, you know, like, mm-hmm. and is in that, like, kind of in between space. Yeah. It was funny to see that go viral like it did. Yeah. Because it it's old, too, funny. right? Isn't yeah. It from a few years ago. It's the way he contextualized it where it's like, you can't compete with this sort of comedy. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. That tweet. Right. So, for oh. anyone who's wondering, and I haven't even watched it yet, it's one of those, I have a real hard time watching a video when I'm on Twitter because I got to scroll. <laughs> I got to keep scrolling. You're I don't know what I'm looking scroll, at. Right. Scroll. That's right. Uh, but there is a, a viral video of Trump what being interviewed on a news station is that mm-hmm. what it is yeah uh, talking about the Bible and yeah that's uh, what the tweet the, is like this the is- journalist trying to like pin him down like because he knows he knows he's never read the Bible they're, and they're being so <laughs> generous they're like what's one of your favorite Bible verses yeah, yeah. and like any dumbass could be like well, John three sixteen whatever yeah. he's like well, I don't want to get into it because yeah. it's personal <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like it like someone asked him what he weighs or something. Yeah. it's like no i can't rude and then and then they keep throwing in bones and like are you an old testament or new testament and he's like both equally <laughs> which is that's the best answer like that could have been like peanut butter or chocolate both equally. <laughs> like, it has no relation to the content or reality of the, what they said <laughs> Ugh, um all right, so we have a lot to catch up on with everyone. Renee, you were camping. Were I you not? was camping. What? I'm, so you're going to say cancel? <laughs> I'm canceled. Renee, you've you been canceled. canceled. Ah, that's why we brought me on. Okay. No, I knew it was going to go down this way. You were camping. I've become an outdoorsman. Okay, we got to get to what? that. I got to get the lay of the land to yes. find out. Kevin, we have so much to catch up on with you because it has been. I need to know like the status of your podcast lately. Oh, podcast. Yeah. And relationships. Okay. Uh, Daniel. You don't, you don't need to talk to me. Okay. Really. Tony. <laughs> oh, keep it alive. Keep it fresh, guys. guys. Yeah. Mom, we, we have a new table in the pod cabin. Yeah. Daniel and yeah. I are at like the heads of it and it is, <laughs> we're almost. It's like the scene in seat. Citizen Kane at the end of the montage yeah. when they, when they're like so far away from each other. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. We're like in any movie where a super rich couple is mm-hmm. is dining and mm-hmm. they're like 20 feet away from each other. We are now this table is this is one of my beefs with the table is that it's a little bit long. Mm-hmm. But anyway, Hi, Daniel. Hey. You could, you could both sit at the head if you wanted to. Yeah, that's, we could no. snuggle in up there. Good. I like that's, it like this. Yeah, no, it's fine. Yeah. Well, never mind. <laughs> Tony, you had an anniversary. I did, yes. Happy anniversary. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you all. Whopping two years. Marriage? <laughs> yeah. Relationship? Oh, congrats. Yeah. Thank two, you. Two years, is that like paper? What is no, it? Paper, I, believe, I believe it is paper. Oh, is it? I think so. Paper or like leather? I remember... Uh, <laughs> paper, leather, or wood. It's one of those. one if two is paper? Paper might be one. <laughs> Air. <Okay>. Rock. <laughs> yeah. Air. I love you. <laughs> I just remember for one anniversary... Oh. Second year is cotton. Oh. Cotton. Oh. What's oh. one? <laughs> Who decides? Who decides these? I don't. Who knows? Well, you know, I think there's like there's one that's a traditional one, and then there's one that's the hallmark one or something. Like I think there's it depends on which Which calendar tradition you're you're into. Every year is an ornament. Yeah, I'm into Mary's hallmark. Hallmark. (laughs) (laughs) All I know is 
for one year for our anniversary, both of our moms sent us a card that contained, I mean, naturally it does contain paper, but like it also had a string. It was like rope or string. Was <laughs> okay, but and I, I like, was like, how do they both know? And like, then they, they both, both stopped because you don't want to have that be a thing you end up having right. to do every year right? because that shit gets expensive. Much like how uh, Elliot, as part of his going to bed assortment oh, of yeah. things gets like longer a tiny little longer. cup of white chocolate chips <laughs> there's like barely any room in his crib at night because all of the things that he needs to have in <laughs> yeah the crib now. now with him yeah it's just ridiculous dude, he's a, a hoarder really yeah, and we need to call is, that out sort of. for a while i feel like we were on the like we can still be proud of ourselves i think we can still be proud of ourselves as parents but there's a few things now where people would raise their eyes for example the chocolate before bed the white chocolate before bed. Well, and okay, then, okay. And also the he loves to blow out candles and he loves birthdays. <laughs> so for a while, the best bribe ever yeah. was you can blow out candles before bed. <laughs> so I, well, it would be like bath. So after bath, we would get like a, a cupcake or something that we had. Yeah, put birthday candles in it and then sing happy birthday, blow out the candle <laughs> but it was three times. Happy. Yeah, he go one. He'd hold his finger up to it really close to his face and go one more time. But <laughs> he, uh, but he, oh, but so we cute. were every single night singing "Happy Birthday" to Elliot, <laughs> celebrating his birthday every it's night. Genius. So he tells his friends, "I'm 40. Like, <laughs> I had so many birthdays." Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, that one doesn't work anymore. Oh. Yeah, the novelty yeah. wears off. Uh, but the chocolates are like these little white chocolate chips. And he has a little cup, and we put the, like a few of those in there. And um, we were kind of guilty. Like, I think that was a bribe for a while. Yes. We felt really guilty. And then we went to the dentist, like the little kid dentist. Not a dentist who was a little kid. <laughs> that sounded so awesome. Oh, my God. How amazing would that be if exactly. like another two-year-old? Like, yeah. It was a bigger cup of we white chocolate my, chips. Yeah, yeah. Went to my dentist who's a little kid. Uh, and he was like, oh, yeah, you can give them chocolate before bed. It's fine because the saliva and the water will wash out. What you don't want to give them is the fruit, the fruit or fruit. the fruit candies because that sticks to the tooth. So you don't want any huh. little sticks. Yeah. yeah I just took that as like – Oh, it's game on. Like, I never have to feel guilty about giving him chocolate now before bed. <laughs> so we have a, a babysitter who, uh, was it last week? Yeah. She came over and we were having her put him to bed. And so I was like, okay, walking her through all the steps. And I'm like, and then you give him the chocolate, you know, you give him this cup. And she's like, what? <laughs> Don't judge me. And so then Daniel. Yeah, I was with like, the tennis said it was okay. <laughs> was say, with the same fervor that you just heard now, like <laughs> you should get a note from that dentist. Yeah, you or like should. a video message <laughs> so you can play for yeah. people. Play real yeah, play. yeah. It seems you call him and it's like one in the morning. Here, you talk to him. Yeah. He'll tell you. He said yeah. it's okay. <laughs> And then we hand him the knife and we tuck him in. That's right. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> he likes it. It's like a teddy bear. A knife and, really a cute. and a book of matches. He wants it. Uh, okay. I need to talk to you guys about something that's very exciting. And then I need to hear about camping. I need to hear about Kevin's stuff. Um, but you guys, I had never taken a DNA test. And uh, I'm now doing Ancestry. And I'm soon to find out all sorts if of things. If you're the father. Yes. I'm soon to find out. Exactly. <laughs> Oh, no. All sorts of things that I never knew about myself. Uh, a, a weird little bit of my backstory, which many people know. I didn't know I was Jewish until way too old to know, uh, to be finding out. Like I should it, long, long separate story. Uh, but anyway, 
I don't really, I mean, I, I know like bits of stories here and there, but I'm going to find out the proof of Uh-oh. everything. Uh-oh. Oh boy. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to find out it's all sorts of things about my background and then maybe I can connect to other people that I'm related to. Um, yeah. Ancestry DNA gives you so much more than just the places you're from. Ancestry connects you to the places in the world where your story started using precise geographic detail and clear cut historical insights. Um, they've combined DNA results with over a hundred million family trees and billions of records to give you more insight into your genealogy and origins. Uh, only Ancestry can tell such a rich story with unique features that give you a more complete picture about a person like events that shaped them, how they made a living. Wow. And what they excelled in. They have a lot of stuff. A lot. Of, I know. Final. I'm getting. I'm going to be. I'm going to be insufferable talking about <laughs> all. I'm just going to get to know me. And I already know me pretty well. So it's. I'm just taking it to a new, new level. And also. And I should pace myself in terms of all the little tidbits of juicy info I'm sharing. But to do the test, you collect saliva in a little tube. And it's really not that much. And you're like, oh, this shouldn't be hard. And then if you're me, you're like, all right, I think I've run out of saliva. Now what do I do? So I thought this was somewhat ingenious. (laughs) I opened up the refrigerator and I just smelled various foods to to create more. And you know what? A cartoon dog? (laughs) Yes. Yes. It was very Pavlovian. And you know what worked best? Smelling green a jar of green olives so if you're gonna do this test and i recommend you do have a jar of green olives handy (laughs) go to ancestry.com slash podcast today for 20 percent off your ancestry dna kit that's ancestry.com slash podcast for 20 percent off your ancestry dna kit ancestry.com slash podcast okay and everyone who does that promo code does get two free jars of olives yes Yes, wow. we are throwing those in. It's real Amazing. Nice. Yeah, they're coming from us, not from them. Right, right, right. Oh, but yeah, no, not the advertiser. Worth it. Yeah, course. while supplies last. If it's going to be two free jars of olives, <laughs> then it's just going to be two olives. Right. Great. And if you don't get them, they're all out. Yeah. Easy. Uh, Renee, yes. camping, outdoorsy, tell us. Listen, well, I've become an outdoorsman. here. So, Kevin, my family is wonderful. We're from Colorado. Hey, we, what part? Springs? Uh, yeah. Hey, I didn't know that. My sister's there. Look at this. Listen. Okay. Focus Garden on the, the family. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's where we don't talk about, <laughs> Kevin. Right. We keep that part real quiet. Ooh, <laughs> Wait, but did you just guess? And by the way, it's Colorado yes. Springs, right? But you called it Springs because you're cool? Well, I, she said Colorado, and I said, and then he finished. "Oh, like okay. we were on a game and show about to win." Right. I, yeah. <laughs> I know, I love it. Um, but you guessed that just just because your sister's there, or was there something yeah, about it's like okay. one of the three Colorado cities? Got it. I know. Got sure. it. All right, that in Boulder, still impressive. Yeah, that's it. It's Denver, Boulder, Colorado Springs. Yeah, some other bullshit. Um, Springs is beautiful. Though. It is. Yeah. It's really, it's really pretty. There's some great elements to it, and that is the whole reason we went camping. Is because for the longest time I've been going home and I've just been staying at my house, and I was like, well, no, listen, there's better things to be done here. <laughs> so, uh, so we've found in our family that uh, if we, much like you would a two year old, just exhaust ourselves, <laughs> then there's no room for temper tantrums totally, <laughs> afterwards. Yeah. Like, but nobody, also dogs, and also yeah. dogs, and also obviously uh, spend time with that. So. So, yeah. No, no. What I'm saying is that's oh. also how you oh, avoid destructive behavior in yes. dogs. Yes. Uh, yeah. It's that's it. Exactly. The Caesar Milan thing. I just take you outside. Run you around until <laughs> right. you're done yelling Put the at me. Pickle vest on you. 
exactly. I'll give you a job. Um, so yeah, so my nephew's birthday was coming up. So I went home for that. And the way that usually works is um, my brother and sister live in Colorado Springs with my family. So they've got a hard and fast rule that they will not break. That's only five hours with a family and then we leave. I think that's oh. how they found a way to wow. have what us not. What a great boundary. I'm not all for bad, this. Right? <laughs> yeah. It's not the worst. And that went over okay when they introduced that boundary? Uh, well, it's unspoken, oh. but I've gleaned that <laughs> uh, well, you do seem to be leaving in about five hours. <laughs> Don't tell them, podcast listeners. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Keep this between us. Uh, so, but that leaves me with just my folks for a good amount of the time. And that's where let's tucker ourselves out so that we don't uh, have a kerfuffle. So (laughs) we we said, hey, let's go camping. And I had the time of my life. Sweet Hank and Peggy picked me up at the airport with the truck all packed up and ready to go. What was the campground? Colorado campground, which is not not necessarily notable in any way. It's just a normal like campsite place. But we did tent camping. Uh, One was a new tent. One was an old tent. The new tent went up in 30 seconds. The old tent took us about two hours. Uh, A lot of swearing from dad. Mm. Uh, We were we were worried that it wouldn't be a successful trip. But then finally, the tent went up. Uh, (laughs) Some beers happened. That helped Uh, a bit of Frisbee. And then a campfire and bada bing, bada boom, you're having a great time with your parents. Hey. It was great. That. So I, and then just, did you sleep in the new or the old tent? I got the new tent. That's nice. It was nice. It's nice of Hank to talk Did anyone over. get eaten by a bear? Nobody got eaten by a bear. There was no eating sound of bears. She probably would have led with that <laughs> yeah. if that was the case. I am so sorry. Uh, mom's gone. Uh, but other than that, great time. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I, yeah. That's what I expect to happen. Yeah. Now, are you guys camping people? Or are you outdoorsmen <laughs> yes. yourself? Yes. <laughs> Look at us. Look, clearly, we're camp people. All I've told recording this, this podcast at nine thirty at night. I've told this super romantic story before, but when Daniel and I were dating, yes. we were walking to his apartment, and there was some sort of like pod or cocoon. It looked like a tiny leaf with like a little worm sticking oh, out of it yeah. on his door, and he, or like on the the door door frame, right? And he went, ugh. I hate or no, what? Ugh! Nature is so disgusting. Oh. And I was like, I love this man. That's <laughs> <laughs> my husband. He'll <laughs> never make me camp. You're He's an indoor one. kid too. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Truly, the only sweet. time I've been camping was a year ago. Next month in Colorado oh, Springs. No. Oh wow! <laughs> Just outside of it. Uh, the quick quick anecdote with yes. that. I went with a group of friends for a friend of mine's birthday. I knew her. Didn't know any of her friends. They worked out okay. It was fine. Uh, except they all loved Jordan Peterson. But they were still nice people to hang out with. <laughs> uh, but they were so nice, so sweet. They let me borrow all their equipment. Right. They gave me like their pads. Like They let me sleep. I slept in the tent with one guy. He was real nice, good with space, blah, blah, blah. But I could not I could not get to sleep. It was so uncomfortable. It was like sleeping on rocks in, in the tent. <laughs> it was so uncomfy. And then the next morning, one of the girls says, Kevin? Like she was mad at me. Uh-oh. I was like, am I in trouble for something? She's like, did you not blow up your pad? Oh, no. <laughs> so oh. I, in all my outdoorsy oh, my wisdom, God. just laid a flat pad out. <laughs> I was like, I guess this is this it. it. I guess. Yeah, it was like a deflated How? balloon I was sleeping on. <laughs> bad. Did your back hurt that morning? Horribly. Yeah, I slept so for like rough. 90 minutes that night. Oh, it was God. terrible. That's yeah. Sucks. Otherwise, it was great. Help yourself out a bit with yeah. that, that mat. <laughs> It's no good. <laughs> I, I didn't even it. know they have inflatable pad things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like a teeny tiny yeah. air mattress, basically. That sounds so much better. Than, so my last time I camped was in seventh grade <laughs> when we went on a trip to Sequoia. And uh, yeah, we just slept on like like a like a yoga mat. 
Oof, like a little yeah. sleeping bag rolled up thing right. that you unrolled and then you slept on it. I think if you want to pay a lot of money, you can go to REI and they'll give you a blow up one. Or if you want to save money, take yourself back to Target, pick up some graphic tees and then also get one of those memory foam mattresses, oh. but for a kid. So you use one of those. Smart. Easy, affordable. Uh, but yeah, no, it started to trend. I've already got three other campsites booked here in California. Wow. Booked. I, I love outside. Guys. Where? Where do you shower? Where do you go to the bathroom? You don't. You don't. You, don't. you hold it. Uh, no, they have um, they have porta potties, which these were really clean. I know it sounds, it, but it's. Not, I was surprised like, at how clean they were too. Honestly, yes, too uh, and it's not the plastic. Oh God, this is going to tip over. Porta potty. Okay. It's like a it's like a cabin, but uh, mm-hmm. with a hole. And it's well, you didn't sell it great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one of them whole cabins, a, Allison. No, just about, a, a deep hole. A hole an house, yeah. not a, not oh, a porta yes. potty. So it's yeah. like a semi-permanent structure. There's right. just no running water. Exactly. Correct. So you're just... There's a pit that you poop into. Yeah, a deep, deep pit. <laughs> it's a, with a big mountain of poop in it. <laughs> it's true. Right. Yeah. But you don't have the sense that every time you take a step, it might fall over. But also, yeah. but also like one of the one of the features of these are the spiders that crawl into your butthole. <laughs> oh, interesting. I didn't have that feature. <laughs> but I look forward so to why? it. Oh, yeah. Mine was also missing Well, that. that's why I would hold my poop for six days when I would go to camp as a child. <laughs> oh, no. Mm. I became really good. It was, was like a... An urban legend? Or did some kid actually have a, a no, spider No, no. It was situation? just something I knew. <laughs> a spider no, was no, like, soul, no one had to tell me about the spiders. That's fair. Uh, there definitely is a, a draft that you're just like, I'm going to be quick about this. Yeah. But I don't think the draft is a spider blowing. Yeah, there's not a lot of scrolling on the on the can <laughs> at the camp outhouses. Question. Yes. If a spider... Do you think you would know if a spider crawled in your butt? <laughs> and I feel like there's probably... <laughs> I feel a lot of glee asking this. Um, I feel like there probably is a correct answer to this. And I feel like someone like Allie Ward might know. Mm-hmm. But we're just going to we're just gonna take a guess because I don't know the correct answer. Well, thankfully, this is the premise of my new Spider-Man uh, <laughs> <laughs> screenplay. <laughs> now and, that he's out of the Marvel Cinematic yeah. Universe, it's time to get weird. Exactly. He's camping right up the butt. That's how it happens. Yeah. yeah. Do you think you would know? It depends on the size of the spider. Right. We talking tarantula? We talking no. daddy long legs? We talking like one of these little guys? A little well, guy. In order for it to get in there, it would have to be. I mean, like, it's not like it, you're when you go to the bathroom, it just stays open like some sort of, uh, you know, sewage pipe. Drop bridge. Yeah. So it's like it would have to crawl there and then like get, you know, brought in. Yeah. 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 Right, it would have to be timing it perfectly, sort right. of like yeah. like double dutch jump rope. Right, it's, it's like, like now. Yeah, it's like staying there waiting. Wait, it's like a Mission Impossible set piece to get in your butt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it would have to go in right when it's you're. Like, uh, and it's like I'm in. You know, as an adult, I'm not afraid of that. Yeah, yeah, but as a kiddo. By the way, I'm getting intense deja vu, no. listeners. Have we had this? Exact Conversation before or something we, very similar. What episode number water. is up the butt? Oh, I don't know. You in the thousands yet? You know, I thought I was, but recently I think I saw something that said I'm in the seven hundreds. Mm. You're in the seven hundred club. Welcome. Yeah, yeah, thank loved. you. I could be wrong though. I feel for like what? I should for Spiders how many episodes butt? we've oh. had. For how many episodes we've had. Oh yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, Does I Does right wing Tony know? I don't. I was trying to see if that information was. Mm. I haven't been. I've only been here like what 
I guess it's eight Fifth. months now or something. <laughs> yeah, like that. but so he's new. Yeah, yeah. He's got to adjust yeah. first. We got to we got to get you welcomed in here a bit. Well, I, just, I mean, I don't know what the number the episode mm-hmm. number is. Yeah, I stopped numbering them a while ago. Yeah, I was trying to so see I if that know. was anywhere online, but so it look like it. just conclusion. count them manually, real quick. Okay, <laughs> yeah, if you could just one. one we'll one, check one, back two. We'll I have together. to count out loud just so you guys <laughs> three. <know. laughs> What if that was the rest of the podcast? Oh my god! It's five people, five adults counting. Just spotting you, just giving you some spots, and then after nine is ten. There we go. We're doing it. Uh, I can't wait to hear fourteen through sixteen. But but in all seriousness, while Tony counts out loud, uh, one. Uh, I need to talk to you guys about Joybird. Are you familiar with Joybird? They make <laughs> it's me, the Joybird. Oh boy! Hello. He's You're here, here to talk about your f- custom furniture. Yes, but I want you to do it. <laughs> oh, you you're shy. So you're shy tonight. Uh, don't Summer- make me brag. <laughs> <laughs> Summer is the time to relax and enjoy the best in life, and you can do it right from your own home. Whether you're throwing a backyard barbecue, an ice cream social, or a quiet night with the family, you want furniture that feels uniquely you. Joybird empowers you to create the furniture and space that brings you joy and keeps those summer vibes flowing all year long. (laughs) (laughs) I can almost hear them. It's come to life so much. They've released their summer lookbook featuring items like the Soto outdoor chair, Liam leather sofa, and Jules brass planter. Uh, Joybird stuff is so stylish and uh, you look at it and you're like, I want to live in that kind of... I could be that person. I could be the person who has that chair. Could who be has the romper girl. So I could be romper girl. Mm-hmm. Yes. Via furniture. Uh, with Joybird, you get one of your one of a kind furniture crafted to your unique taste. Uh, want a sofa in aquatic blue or indigo? Love seat in the hottest red and inviting coral or even bubblegum pink. If you can dream it, Joybird can make it a reality. Uh, and they have all different kinds of fabrics, all different kinds of colors. Uh, they offer a range of kid and pet friendly upholstery options. It's just really great. Uh, see how Joybird can help you design your dream space. Make furniture your own at joybird.com slash Rosen25. Create the furniture that brings you joy today at joybird.com slash rosen25 go to joybird.com slash rosen25 and receive an exclusive offer for 25% off your first order by using the code rosen25 okay (laughs) now i couldn't help but notice a lot of like flapping and jumping around are spiders crawling up your butts you guys yes Mm. where do you think our butts are (laughs) are they not at the end of your arms like most humans (laughs) no oh Allison, no. <laughs> well, then what are these things oh, that I'm no. laughing around? Oh, no. Allison. She doesn't. Someone tell her. Can you tell her? Uh, I can't. <laughs> He's tried. There's just, when it comes to whether buttholes are located on the end of your hands, I mean, it's not hands. Hands isn't, hands is at the bottom of your back. When it comes to where buttholes are, I don't listen to Do reason. Do you know where they are? <laughs> I have hundreds of years from now when climate change ravages this planet. This mm. is the only conversation that survives. Wouldn't that be nice? That'd be great. <laughs> this It'd one great. episode. People want this. Tony, what number are you on? Four? Oh, yeah. How far did you I, get in You know, I lost. I'm going to have to start over. One. <laughs> Take your time. Bro. I got distracted. That, that joy bird showed up and it just threw me. <laughs> Kevin. So catch us up yes. on all your podcasts Ooh, and your life. All of them. So many. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much the two. Okay. Gilmore Guys R.I.P. Yeah. Had a good run. <sighs> Pour one out. 
And in 2017, that was where we first met. It was. Season four, episode 15, I want to say. Scenes from a mall. Oh I my think. God, I oh, think wow. that might have been the one. Yeah. yeah. And Good memory. How did you, are you able to do that with everyone? Uh, know which episode they were on? Yeah. Mm, I think for the most part. That's wow. Don't quiz me though. That's Don't amazing. Quiz me though. Uh, so that's where we met. And then, yeah, that ended in 2017. Did Maisel Goys after that, the following years. <laughs> started Good Christian Fun in 2017. Great. Been working on that ever since. And tell me about years. Good Christian Fun. Good Christian Fun is a podcast where my co-host Caroline Ely and I, who were raised in evangelical Christian culture, talk about the Christian pop culture, which is Christian movies and music, Christian rock bands, like DC Talk, like Skillet, which I believe you mentioned on I an did. episode of yes, this show. I did re- mention them yes. recently. So bands like that and uh, examine it with friends, people who are also ex-evangelical people, people who are comedians, atheists, agnostics, people who are still Christians, people who are still questioning it, don't know what's going on and have a conversation about faith, but it's also fun too. <laughs> you don't have to be a Christian to listen to it. You can be anything. Do you still consider yourself Christian? Oh, this is a good, this is the question of our time right now. <laughs> I feel like, honestly, yeah. because Christian now feels like, okay, right. you hate gay people, you vote for Trump. Like, it feels like more of an unhelpful prefix mm-hmm. right. than anything else. So it's not important to me that I'm known as a Christian. I feel like basically I follow the work and teachings of Christ, but to be identified as that, it's not like I'm going to like... uh Pardon the pun. It's not a hill I'm going to die on, I right. guess. <laughs> yeah. Unlike one man who did. Oh, for all oh. yes. Uh, I'm go some literature for both of all of you. I, um, this is embarrassing, literally never realized that the hill I'm going to die on is a reference to Christ. I'm just putting that together myself. Maybe okay. it is, but maybe, yeah. maybe it's not exclusively. I think it's also did a guy you who didn't like prepare for Everest properly. <laughs> did you know that I saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus, that it's actually the dad who was Santa Claus? Because I didn't get that one for a long time I didn't either. get that for a long time either. Yeah. No, I just thought his mom was a freak. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Just a philanderer. Yeah, that's right. Just a little loose. That's mm. okay. No, Christmas brings it out in all of us. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas actually is my favorite. It's also the Beast's favorite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, they did a Beauty and the Beast Christmas movie directed video, if I'm not mistaken. So that makes sense. Yeah, that's where it came from. (laughs) (laughs) It's my favorite beast. You should know. You should. Um, now this Christian pop culture stuff. Oh yeah. Do you do you like it? So the premise I think is most fun and interesting to approach all of it with, rather than. Most podcasts are about like trashy stuff or like bad movies where we watch bad movies. Aren't they bad? Mm-hmm. I like starting from the premise of like, maybe it's good. We'll find out. Most of the time it's not, <laughs> but it is, the, I think like the open heartedness of like just trying to see something for what it actually is rather than like coming in with a, with a hypothesis already right. is more fun, more interesting. And it's like a better conversation to have rather than just like, yeah, I agree. It's with all that. fake. It's yeah. all bad intention, mm-hmm. bad faith arguments, blah, blah, blah. Uh, cause sometimes, you know, like sometimes there's bobs and then sometimes it's like, I want to end my life listening to this <laughs> stuff right now. Christ did die in vain. Uh, <laughs> But uh, yeah, I I like, I think I have a a nostalgic affection for some of it because it is a lot of the music that I was raised on, I listened to exclusively. Mm -hmm. What's the best one in your opinion? The best Christian music, like artists in particular. Well, I'm going to do a cheat. I'm going to say Sufjan Stevens. 
because a lot of his stuff is extremely Christian. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a song he has called To Be Alone With You. It's on the OC soundtrack back in the day from his ah, album Seven Swans. Mm-hmm. It's a song that is like, it is clearly about Jesus, but it's also super romantic and like he wants to hook up with Jesus, maybe. Because <laughs> one of the lines is like, To Be Alone, To Be Alone. With you, this is what Steve Jones sees. How's like? That's what lyrics. That's so. Yeah, he says this is what Steve Jones sees. I know it's very boastful. Yeah, he's like to be alone with me. You went up on a tree, so it is like like there's a lot of interesting, and he's been pretty vague and not clear about like whatever his sexual identity or orientation may be. So I always think that stuff is super interesting mm-hmm. when you start playing around with like spiritual themes and then like sexual he, themes yeah. because, right. because he's like a weird cross section of like Christians who love Jordan B. Peterson and live in Colorado Springs <laughs> love Sufjan Stevens as do like the queer community for doing all the call me by your name songs and being mm-hmm. like an icon in that sense too. So he, he's someone I think who straddles that line really well in a way that, um, doesn't compromise one way or the other. Right. Yeah. Right. Interesting. As far as like CCM stuff, like contemporary Christian music yeah. stuff, which is like its own genre and its own like subculture. I don't know. Like Jars of Clay was pretty good. Oh, yeah. yeah. Did my, you listen? My, uh, uh, when I was, God, it was probably 1996 or seven, my, my old, old band opened for them once. Whoa. Really? <laughs> wow. Yep. So you heard Flood live. Oh, yeah. Rain, Wait, who was your old, old band? Uh, I mean, there's no reason to. It was called Submerge. Okay. I did a, yeah. It was just in, in Richmond, Virginia. But it wasn't yeah. Christian. No. But we weirdly like ended up playing with a lot of Christian bands. Uh-huh. We had like a friend that was... Uh, like who else? Uh, 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 Plum. Oh, Plum. Yeah. Uh, Stranded, God-shaped hole. Oh, yeah. Uh, we we did not play with the Supertones, but I definitely saw the <laughs> Supertone <laughs> Strike Back, <laughs> which that is unlike anything I'd ever seen. That band it was a Christian ska band, the OC Great. Supertones, and Christian ska was huge. At like the midpoint of the show, the drummer came out front and basically did a sermon for the audience, huh. like an altar call. Like if you guys want to give your life to Christ, by pretty blah, blah, much. Blah, blah. Yeah. Wait, the OC Supertones were they from Orange County? They yeah. were. Yeah, I feel like I probably know of them then, but I'm I don't know what you're talking. I don't recall this. Your bud uh, Jordan Morris, who you've had on the show, he's a huge Five Iron Frenzy fan. Yes, that's a Christian ska band as well. Who I saw grew up watching Christian music. Yeah, Yeah, he was in it because the Orange County ska punk scene was Mm. weirdly a scene. Yes. Back in like mid late nineties, right? So So I'm familiar with that scene, but Mm -hmm. I didn't realize there were a lot of Christian ska bands. Yeah. Five Ram Frenzy, The Insiders, Supertones. I'm trying to think of the other ones. There's like the big four. There was a band called Jeffrey's Fan Club, and the singer became very religious. So for a period of time, they kind of were that. But then he he's probably ex-evangelical now. Maybe. I've never heard of Jeff- Jeffrey's Fan Club. Is yeah, Jeffrey's mm. Fan Club. It's interesting to see the mainstream artists that then make a gospel or Christian play. Mm-hmm. Like Avril Lavigne, her last single... It's pretty Christian. Really? Yes. Very interesting. interesting. I went through a phase that I'm going to say lasted like 25 minutes uh, about <laughs> six weeks ago where I really had to listen to Skater Boy on repeat. And I did. <laughs> but like for 25 minutes yeah, straight. Yeah. It was weird. It's a great song. It turns yeah. out yeah. that Skater Boy was Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And there were two sets of wheels in the sand. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think I've ever heard that song. 
Really? Yeah. Oh, oh sure. It's inescapable. It's so yeah. good. Surely you've heard it know. like How does on it a go? speaker somewhere. He was a boy. She was a girl. Can I make it any more obvious? He was a punk. She took ballet. What, what more can, can I, I say? Give him the chorus. Yeah, they, yeah. He was a skater boy. boy she, she said, see you later, boy. boy. Well, none of us <laughs> know that part. <laughs> she wasn't good. He wasn't and good enough for her. her. Now that living, living on MTV. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus did die for me. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's exactly, the new exactly. She's doing yes. a tour now. You can look it up. That's what the words are. <laughs> Don't look it up. Still nothing, Daniel? No. Especially the she was a skater boy, see you later boy? No. That part? Nothing? No. In our okay. pitch perfect rendition it of it. Good. it well, where would I have heard good. it? Um, I mean, Hot Topic, Urban Outfitters, <laughs> I think there Tower Records. A long period of my life MTV. where I just wasn't listening to radio and I wasn't going to the mall and I wasn't watching MTV. <laughs> so. Or going to Walmart. Yeah, so I don't think like a lot of that stuff I didn't hear. Well, I tell you what, do yourself a favor, make it your ringtone, and you'll thank me next. Like I've only heard one Justin Bieber song. Which one? Yeah, the uh, baby, baby, baby one. That might be the only. That's his first one. Now Justin Bieber is an interesting Christian music thing too, because Mm. he started doing. Doesn't he have like a shirtless pastor (laughs) that that literally came up last week on the show? Carl Carl Lentz of Hillsong. Yeah, (laughs) my only points of contact with pop culture are this show. So if you listen to this every week, you know as much as I know. I don't know. And he'll post like covers of him singing straight up worship songs on his Instagram stories. I'm worried about him, low key. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I'm. I'm worried he's not okay. Yeah, what kind oh, of wow. not okay? Uh well, it's one of two things. Like it might just be he's surrounded by too many yes people, and he just has no chance of like a stable future. And then the second option might be he's just tragically dumb. <laughs> oh, because <laughs> again, he's just like grew up. He was a child and grew up in this environment. That right. Was, like, yeah. No normalcy whatsoever. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and like if you read if you read print interviews with him, not even like videos, but like print interviews, it does sound like this guy's not okay. <laughs> like it just taking the words at their face value. Right. It's like something's missing. Yeah. Or something went on wrong. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of a miracle when someone who's raised like that does turn out absolutely okay. yeah, mm-hmm. of course. Yeah. isn't conducive like Haley Joel Osment seems like a very yeah, decent to... man now in his mid I feel like McCulley is turning it around he, it seemed like for a long time McCulley was like oh Jesus he's really gone off but now when I see interviews with him it seems like he's he has a podcast network normal or does something he with does? a podcast yeah it's called really? like bunny celebrities something. get out podcast yeah man you're let fine. us have you this need it. you don't need it honestly honestly yes for a long time i was just like you know a rising tide lifts all boats right. and there's no pro- you know whatever and like yeah the more the merrier and i really didn't i didn't uh, grumble with other podcasters over the crowded space for the first time, all of a sudden, I actually am feeling like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, if yeah. every single hugely famous person decides to start a podcast, what is going to happen to all of the people 
who have been podcasting and it's their living who've been doing it for years. Like I do, I all of a sudden it is feeling like a zero sum game. It's such right. a microcosm. Like what's happening now is such a sped up microcosm of what's happened in like so many other industries. Right. Well, I, like- so I was a, you know, I worked at magazines forever and I remember when John <clears throat> Mayer was given a column in, it was either like Esquire or GQ. Douchebag Weekly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we all remember. Uh, and, um, other writers were like, what the fuck? Like someone like, you know, we've been, we've been working our way up at magazines and now John Mayer is given a column, although he's actually a witty guy. Um, but anyway, but yeah, so this, yes, but to your point, which I cut you off, it is a sped up microcosm of what happened has happened in other industries. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's unfortunate. And and I think you can tell the investment that people have in their shows or not. Some shows, it might be like a famous or semi-famous person and, the amount of like work or effort or investment they put into doing their show or preparing for their interviews. It's like, okay, like they happen to be famous, but like clearly they care about this and mm-hmm. they want this to be good. And then others, even just from like a premise level, you can just kind of smell the UTA packaging <laughs> of it. Where it's like, okay, your guys at UTA or WME said podcasting, right. podcasting's big. It can be IP, do podcasting. And then right. you got in because you thought yeah. you could make a buck. Ugh. I think you can tell a difference though, for it, the most part. I, I'm so sick of this industry. I love, <laughs> oh, I love the giant <clears throat> subtweet that all of this is. I don't know specifically who you're talking about. Naturally, I will be asking you as soon as you turn <laughs> off the mic. But yeah, it's interesting too. Um, you know, I think that the agents and the, the industry, what, didn't have that much interest in podcasts for a long time. And all of a sudden now they have moved into that space. It's happened so quick too. Yeah. Remember Real like, fast. remember 2013 pre serial. We were mm-hmm. all just minding our own business <laughs> doing right. our show. Yeah. Well, I wasn't doing a show yet, but you were doing I your was, show. Yeah. 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 See, and you were here, you were here before. That's Talk right. to Jimmy Pardo. Who's been doing it since 2006. I, I mean, gracious. He's been podcasting since 2006. I believe yeah. so. Yeah. Wow. Pre Earwolf, pre He has all of right to be very, very bitter. Yes. If he wants to be. Yeah. I'm going to mm-hmm. see how, if he is. I'm uh, no, that doing... doesn't sound like Jimmy Part. Yeah. <laughs> Seems pretty okay with everything. I yeah. should, speaking of uh, podcasting. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's the segue. I should have mentioned at the top of the show that I'm doing a live childish show on September 3rd at the belly room at the comedy store. Our guest is Andy Richter. Please come out. Tickets are just $5. It's at eight o'clock. Um, if you go to the childish website, which is childishpod.com, if you go to my website, if you go to Greg's website, it's, it's everywhere where yeah. you can get the tickets. And Andy They're just everywhere. got a new dog. So I know. I come know. On. And he's also going through a divorce. Yeah. And oh, I don't yeah. know if he is oh. going to want to talk about that. It's not very fun. He's talked about it on other shows, I think. Yeah. He has. Yeah. Okay. Talk he'll, about be, it. he'll be a little vulnerable, I think. Good. Yeah. I like, we just want a little bit of vulnerability. Yeah. You don't need all the vulnerability. You don't want to bum people out. <laughs> you just want to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I like to bum people out, but I feel like at a live Is that true? No. <laughs> I don't like to bump. No, it's not true. I don't like to bump people out. (laughs) Um, I, I like to talk about real shit. And if someone is like willing to talk about what they're going through emotionally, I always want to go there. Um, but I think in a live show, no, not as much. So, and especially with Greg Fitzsimmons, who like keeps things funny and moving, you know, you just got Fitz dog. (laughs) (laughs) Won't go there as much. Um, Did you guys hear that too? (laughs) No, just me. What are you talking about? What? (laughs) Oh no. 
Uh-oh, the Fitz dog ghost is back, it's but back. just it's just in, in your headphones. Oh, gosh. He exists I knew in, this would happen. Yeah. For spider up you your butt. You should try to this. figure out how to play sound effects for just one person. <laughs> oh, man. And then just drive them insane. It's a jingle episode. that they just randomly start singing. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> um, I remember a friend of mine in Orange County. I don't know if she listens. If she does, hello, I love you. There, I don't know where she heard of them, but there was like, some you could buy underwear that had some kind of like vibrator built oh, into sure. the underwear. Yeah. Um, you're saying, oh, sure. Are you familiar with this, these vibrating Why, pairs of underwear? Nikki Glazer had a Did show. Did she do it on her show? This? I think so. Okay. Yeah. And then someone has a remote. Right. Yeah. Um, and so she was like, we should get these underwear and then we should go out and like different people hold the remote. And I thought, that doesn't sound fun. No. And it just, it, now I feel weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, that's not the kind of thing yeah. you want to be surprised it's with. It's not yeah. assault, but it's assault adjacent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Um, Surprise vibration. But what made me think of that was the idea of just a drop in one person's headphones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty great. You guys, I want to talk about Brewmate. Caca. Oh, never mind. <laughs> Sorry. I'm not welcome. Get out of here, here Joy Bart. My bad. <laughs> I want to talk about Brewmate. Do you have a brewmate character yet? I need, to, I need to tell you more so you know how to formulate the character, right? <laughs> I'm listening. <laughs> Warm alcohol sucks. Mm-hmm. Creator of brewmate, whose name happens to be Dylan, felt that way. That's why he made it brewmate's mission to shake up the beverage industry for the better. Brewmate's stylish insulated drinkware is designed to keep your favorite beverages ice cold all day long. Whatever your taste in beer, wine, or spirits, brewmate makes sure every sip is the perfect temperature. Uh, so brewmate makes these really great. Daniel is holding I a brewmate. didn't even know you were doing right the, now. the spot. I know. I that right is here. the Imperial Pint Cup. Those are sleek. So they I'll have, you, yeah. It keeps things so cold. I just wanted to put, uh, water in here uh and so i had because the ice never melts i had to filter the water out of the ice so they wouldn't clink during the show oh, that's how effective it is that's is what right. i'm saying it, yeah they're great <laughs> they also basically whatever you wore daniel out <laughs> he pooped whatever temperature uh you want something to be at get it to that temperature put it in your brewmate it will stay at that temperature so uh, you know i talk about because warm alcohol sucks so right. i talk about keeping things cold but you could also put a hot drink in there and it'll stay hot Amazing. it's great it's great for um like places that are glass free like a picnic or a concert that's glass free etc um and they have all different uh they have a whole bunch of different options so they have something called the wine insulator which fits a full bottle of wine and includes a silicone funnel for easy transferring uh, and it, it makes a great gift set with the uncorked wine glasses which are the largest insulated wine glasses in the world fitting over half a bottle of wine in each glass and they have a splash proof lid there's 30 colors available i had the most fun choosing what colors a brewmate uh, items we wanted. You had a lot of fun with not consulting with your husband. <laughs> no. And getting sparkly. That I think is you chose sparkly. right, though. That's pretty. Look, that one's sparkly pink. We <laughs> also have a matte navy one that matches your man bag that you carry to work and you put your notebooks and your computer in That's it. That's right. Don't settle for warm alcohol. Chill out with your favorite drinks all day long with Brewmate. Visit Brewmate.com and add code BESTFRIEND to get 15% off your first order. That's 15% off your first order when you go to Brewmate, B-R-U-M-A-T-E.com and add code BESTFRIEND. Crikey, it's me, Brewmate. <laughs> That's not Brewmate, mate. This is your Brewmate. Okay, bye. <laughs> I think I'm from London now. It's a little Michael Caney. Yeah. 
do not go gently into that good night <laughs> roommate. Um, someone mentioned that both of you guys are musical theater people. Ooh, are you a musical really? theater person, Kevin? Who's doing the research on that? I mean, yes, I did a little bit of musical theater in high school. Like just an uh, like an advocate for it, you mean, or just like into it, or or did it? Yeah, what well, do that's you mean my by question. That? Okay, so I uh, because I'm just I'm just gonna let the cat out of the bag. Let's we do are it. doing a double record because it is Labor Day next week. Um, there is a there's <laughs> a bug. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm distracted by the bug that is above our table, but it's like doing these crazy swirls. He loves the comedy we're creating right now. <laughs> He's fire. He's going. <laughs> Are you having trouble seeing him, Daniel? He's over by the light now. No, He's I'm like, looking like at the in, crack in the in the drywall. Oh, okay. I just like that you stopped your own show to, to point out a bug doing crazy <laughs> swirls. But it was, it, it's like, I feel like I'm watching like a fractal screensaver. You know what I'm talking about? This is a real, like, I went to college in the 90s reference. Right. Uh-oh. Ooh, that <gasps> looked like you had him. Oh, my God. You almost pulled like you Obama. That would have been amazing. Yeah. You mean lied to this country about health care? I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I mean put children in the camps. That's Trump right. set them free. All right. Uh, uh, nightmare world. Anyway. <sighs> Obama's making podcasts now, apparently. I know. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't Clinton have a podcast too with his daughter? Yes, I do. <laughs> okay. So anyway, let me see if I can find this. Uh, Squire Spice. <laughs> can you imagine? <laughs> if he was doing like Sherry Stamps. The stains come out. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I solicited some questions on Patreon for the group and it was somewhere but those these are for the next show so oh, you know you sit those? tight you guys but i somewhere on here someone said something about kevin doing uh Uh-oh. kevin doing musical theater to he re, uh she excuse me she referred referred to as a musical theater buff oh you know like i i i know it pretty good but i feel like i'm not too current on like this thing's going to win the Tony and this was nominated for best revival. Like, I feel like I know the big boys, like I'm up on horny Oklahoma on Broadway right now. (laughs) I'm up on like the more recent classic stuff. And I did musical theater in high school. I was in a musical production of Footloose as Chuck Cranston, the bad boy drug dealing dropout of high school. Hey, Um, (laughs) uh, but yeah, I, I, I love it, but I, I, I don't know it. As much as maybe they think I do, um, but I want to. I want to please them right now. <laughs> yeah, I like Tony from West Side Story. Yeah, that was a nice yeah, foreshadowing. Yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah, what more? Do was you it need? just Footloose in high school? What else did you do? Footloose uh, for musical stuff. Yeah, I was in a lot of original Christian musicals. Oh, oh, I'll right. hear some names. I was in Anchors Away, which was a retelling <laughs> of Noah's Ark, done in the style of uh, what you might call Anything Goes. Basically, <laughs> like 40, 1940 stuff. I love like, it. Ahoy, Zayla, like that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I was in Zany Muldaney, <laughs> which is just like a weird girl goes on a journey. Is her name Muldaney? <laughs> her name is Zany Muldaney. Okay. And then I was in another musical called, oh, it was so bad. The third one was bad. I guess I've blocked that one out. But Anchors Away, I, I remember pretty vividly. I feel That's like maybe good. you haven't blocked out the third one. You just don't want to say the name. The third one... I- Oh, you know what? I just came to it's Swarthy Sea Dogs. And it was also some <laughs> ship thing. We loved oh, ships back yeah. then in the 90s lots of, for some lots of reason. Maritime <laughs> yep. themes. Swarthy Sea Dogs. What was oh, yeah. There's something I was going to ask you about that I forgot. Horny Guy Summer. Horny Summer. 
horny guy summer. Maybe hey, not horny listen, guy it's summer. just horny summer. Okay, yeah. What is this? Horny, horny Oklahoma. Horny. Well, there's horny Oklahoma. There's that's horny, what made me think of there's it. There's horny though. summer 2019. Okay, which is this a, is your hashtag? It's my hashtag or hashtag HS2K19. Okay, for sure. Thank you. Okay. If you don't want to spell the whole thing out, and it's uh, guys, it's a it's a movement. It is a moment and a movement. I was having conversations with friends of mine about just like relationships and blah, blah, blah. And also just commenting on how the way people talk about themselves, express their sexuality, express what's going on in their life online and in public. And the consensus I was getting from other people is like, is everyone just like super horny this summer for whatever reason? Like either they're, they're hornier or they're being more open about whatever existing horniness there was. Right. And so then I was like, yeah, I think it was kind of being horny. So I made a playlist called the Horny Summer 2019 playlist, <laughs> which you can find on Spotify. Plug. And then a buddy of mine sent me a text about like a date he went on that went well. And he said, hashtag horny summer 2019. And that was like the first use of the hashtag. And then I Instagrammed it. I made him anonymous. So it was like, fine. And then as a joke, I said, everyone send in your horny summer testimonies. Like, how's your horny summer going? And people started <laughs> sending everything <laughs> in. People would DM and just share like, you know, like funny stories, silly stories, but they were just trusting me. With theirs, and I would, I would block out, yeah. I would block out their avatar and username. So all you see is just like the message. Great. And people were saying like, last night, my husband and I five times, blah, blah, blah. Or like, you know, and all these like really intimate were like, I'm in this open relationship and we started doing this or I just bought, <laughs> bought a vibrator for the first time, blah, blah. And then people started getting really sincere oh. with the stories and they'd be like, we've been trying to conceive for the last few years and we gave up hope or like we've Jeez. been doing, you know, like, like actual story or like I was raised in evangelical purity abstinence culture so i lost shame about my body and like i couldn't have sex without crying until like this summer and blah 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 Jeez. and people just started opening oh, wow. up and being more and more vulnerable and it was really touching to see yeah it was very very sweet so like and to that this started like maybe a month or a month and a half ago and people still send in stories and i'll repost them anonymously of like how people's horny summers are going. This is great. I don't want it to end. Can it go into horny fall? Oh Whoa, we were thinking horny about year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> West Side Tony. Yeah, we we were thinking about having a frisky fall. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> nice. I like not it. A, not a fall of regret. <laughs> <laughs> the morning after fall. Yeah. <laughs> the fall of shame. Yeah. yeah. So that's what it's been. It's been like, it's been interesting too. Cause I found out things about my friends this way. Cause my friends would DM and say like, I just divorced my husband and hear what's going on. And, and like open up. And I've, I started having more conversations more candidly and openly just trying to remove like the shame and excess guilt and excess, just like stigma around mm -hmm. sexuality and conversations. It's been cool. That's really cool. I love this. It's That's amazing. Hoarding. Yeah. Um, there was a movie, which I know, Daniel, you saw, but I don't think that many people saw, called Short Bus. It was John Cameron Mitchell. Oh, no, I didn't see it. Oh, you just know about I it. I just know about it. I know okay. about this movie, too. I haven't seen it. Um, I saw it when I worked for Time Out New York because I was interviewing John we Cameron We get it. Mitchell. You lived in New York. All <laughs> right. <laughs> we oh, know. Did I I get there? a sound effect they for that. They wear a lot of rompers. Do, uh, you should do Welcome to New York by Taylor Swift every time she mentions it. <laughs> Taylor Swift. Okay. In the same way that, Daniel, you think you've only heard that one Justin Bieber song. I mm. I don't know how many Taylor Swift songs I've heard. You have, to, you have to go to Walmart a lot to hear all of her <laughs> songs. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, uh, I was going to interview John Cameron Mitchell. So I went and I saw Short Bus. And it's like a very 
vulnerable sex positive movie. And at the end, I was crying. And I wish I could remember why, though, because that would make this story warranted mm, as opposed to just yes exactly i've heard it's a really good i've heard it's a really good movie there was a uh i work in the um book like amongst the bookers for a movie theater chain landmark theaters and they were uh ra- raving about it back when it came out and and they were really moved by it i think it might be something as simple but i might be wrong as like she had never orgasmed or something. And mm. then like when she did, and it, it like, it almost sounds hokey. Mm-hmm. So I was, but I was surprised at how genuinely moving yeah. that was. That was one of the horny summer stories I got yeah. from someone. We were like, I'd never had an orgasm until uh, I want to date with this guy. And listen summer. to A-R-I-Y-N-B-F. Yeah. <laughs> right. Can you imagine? Surely someone's made love to this podcast. <laughs> right? Certainly. Surely someone has to hear this podcast to make love. Well, they won't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's I the can't kink. do it right. unless I hear <laughs> the opening theme song. <laughs> Allison. That's, good. that's actually Allison. <laughs> <laughs> I have to play it. Yeah. Uh, you put on your playlist. The podcast <laughs> yeah. comes on. Which is me. We've made it this um, far. So it's awkward no. though because I'm there. I have to. Have yeah, we have to be there. there. <laughs> didn't know that came with the job, but it's okay. Jeff didn't tell you that part. <laughs> no. Nope. Uh, yeah. Sorry. That'd about be that. more funny if you found out on your own. No, but I think there is something. The idea of someone being that cut off from their own body, the you know, the idea that well, there must be a lot of shame hmm? there, and there's something so sad, and like it tugs at your heartstrings. Yeah. I'm really not being articulate right now. No, I know what you're saying because like, well, especially for a lot of people that followed me, it was because of the Christian podcast, which like is a lot of people coming out of like the true love weight stuff and the promise oh, right. ring stuff. And so right. there's a lot, and especially for women, there's like a lot of bullshit mm-hmm. tied up with that where people are just like, there's a woman named Linda K. Klein who did this book called Pure. Who She interviewed hundreds and hundreds of women and some men that grew up in purity culture stuff. Um, and the commonality with everybody is that they had PTSD effects, basically like the effect of it wasn't like, Oh yeah, that was messed up. I had to grow up. It's like they had PTSD and like trauma stored in their bodies in ways that are like, yeah, analogous to soldiers and stuff. I, um, when I lived in New York, (laughs) welcome to New York. (laughs) Uh, I wrote a story for, I might have to, I think I've told this already so I'm sorry but I don't think I've told it to you guys hey. um, I wrote a story for Seventeen Magazine where they sent me to the Inside Out Soul Festival which is a big Christian rock concert in New Hampshire um, I I interviewed uh, Katy Perry when she was Katie Hudson this came up uh, last week Allison too. I think it did yeah <laughs> nice. I interviewed Katy Perry when she was Katie really? Hudson really for what yes for I what? was 12 years old. Oh my God. <laughs> this is true. It's in the Woodlands, Texas, and a buddy of mine worked at the Christian radio station. And there was like, it was her and then like two other bigger headliners. And they're like, we'll take them. Do you want to take her? And I was like, okay. So there exists, and it is on one of the episodes of our podcast, audio of 12 year old me being like, oh, come on. Hey, it's Katie Hudson. Oh, blah, that's blah, so blah, cool. Blah. I ask her like four questions and they're awful. That's but she's so like cool. a nice, sweet 15 year old girl. Yeah. 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 Oh, so funny. you interviewed her. I did. So wow. And uh, did you? know mary mary oh yeah shackles praise you of course um but anyway so i interviewed a lot of kids there Mm -hmm. and i remember i interviewed this boy who uh had he lost his virginity and he was so ashamed that he laid down in the road like in the path of an oncoming bus and decided that like if god wanted him he would take him and then here's the part that's 
there's a lot that's like weird about it, but he woke up like in the gutter and he doesn't know what happened. And I also don't know what happened, but I, that I always remember that because it was so sad. Yeah. And I actually started my story that way. That was the lead. And, um, the editors at 17 magazine decided they didn't want to open on that, which totally makes sure. sense. Like yeah. instead it should be a less upsetting story focused on a teenage girl, not like a very upsetting story yeah. of a teenage boy trying to commit suicide. The cover but headline that- is like 15 ways to make your man lie in traffic. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that kid is okay. He's not a kid now. He's an adult now. So hopefully. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. His name intent. is Jordan B. Peterson. <laughs> I didn't know oh, there was a unbelievable. B. unbelievable. I didn't know there was a B in his name. What does that stand for? Bullshit. Mm, I don't <laughs> Sorry. know. That's Sorry if fair. anyone likes him. He deserves him. it. Yes. He knows it. Let's do iTunes <laughs> comments of the week. iTunes comments of the week. Of the week. Week, week. Allison wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments. And don't forget to click five stars. Daniel. Yeah. I know you like to read the negative one. I love it. But I'm going to I'm going to have you read both then. I'll have you read the positive right. first because yeah. there's yeah, there's a reason the that you have negative ones give me they give me life. <laughs> Perfect. Uh-oh. Perfect. Toss. I should also tables too add long. that I know. <laughs> I know. I, I want to be <laughs> as far away the the I want to be as far away from you that you can't extend a piece of paper to me and have me couldn't. I couldn't she we gave it her next I should add that it's no longer called iTunes it's now Apple Podcasts and I'm gonna have to get Trap Dog to update that song uh, well it'll always be iTunes to us yeah mm-hmm. R.I.P. Mm-hmm. iTunes yeah. I know weird to have nostalgia for iTunes <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I do now I'm like I remember the first song I downloaded <laughs> wow Green Onions what uh, was that by? It, Booker T and the MGs mm. I was going to ask which one was the positive and which is negative, but the negative is for the other. Okay. Positive first? Yeah. Mm. You might have to do some singing. All right. I do. I see musical notes in here. <laughs> the cat song, my review never got posted oh so long ago by Beth in PDX Loves ARYNBF. So I just wrote a very long review, but alas, it didn't save and all my hard work was lost. Oh, no. But I love ARYMF so much that I'll do it again. This is by far my favorite podcast. I consistently find myself singing along to the songs, cracking inside jokes to myself about Rob, making it worse, (laughs) and begging my non-podcast listening friends to subscribe. Good thing to do, by the way. So I will have someone to talk to about the show. I also wanted to share my remake of the fruit song that I sing to my cats, Lucy, Banjo, Pandora, and Snowflake. What do, wait, what cats do you like, do you like? What cats do you like, do you like? I like the Lucy and the Banjo. I like the Lucy and the Banjo. Oh, oh, oh. (laughs) This is really long. Lucy, Banjo. To the bridge. (laughs) Pan, snowflake, egg. Oh, 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 I don't remember the rest of the tune. That's okay. Anyway, I was mostly hoping to hear hashtag Al sing my fruit cat song. Well, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I can't be hashtag Al to everybody. Uh, on the podcast. But also, I love you guys. You make my Thursdays amazing. And welcome to the newest little member of the Thursday gang. That's Owen, I think. 
It is. I can't wait. It's not wait. me. <laughs> oh, thank you. It's, it's Kevin. certainly Kevin. Of course it's Kevin. It is little guy. <laughs> I can't wait to hear this week's episode. Love, Beth. Beth. Thanks, Beth. Beth. That's Beth. very nice. But not everyone feels so positive. Yeah. On the On other, other hand, hand. In general. Uh, well, this looks like four stars, though. Oh. Well, look, I can't help it. There's not that many negatives. <laughs> hey, I do what I can. Okay. Yeah, we uh, stand by UPS Vic. Please bleep out the cuss words. Oh, I actually agree with that. I'm just <laughs> the right. Uh, thing. Okay, look, that one wasn't. That was. That really wasn't. Negative. That's just a. There, that's there's like not a, a lot of negatives like right now. It's like a tip jar. You don't want negative reviews. I know. I don't. That's why I know. That's the problem with reading the negatives is I don't want to encourage yeah. them. But it's so much fun. I will say, when, like, Gilmore tr- Guys has four and a half stars on iTunes slash Apple Podcasts, and it breaks my heart. We have this. Uh, my podcast has four, four and, and a half. half. Yeah, you mean as opposed Don't to five. Don't you want a full five? I never did until I realized that Childish has five uh-huh. and a lot of podcasts have five. And actually, 4.5 is, uh, it makes you think. 4.5 is the new one. Yeah. Well, it is <laughs> exactly. like when I see a show with 4.5, I'm like, what did they what do? What happened? Yeah. Really? I think it means it's I, popular. That's how I regarded it. Pr- Previously, I think. Well, having come from the Adam Carolla show, it's like a oh, four point five is. I'm going to go yeah. around all the fives and post some negative reviews so that no, that becomes rarer. Biggest, biggest ones. They're all four point five. Yeah, I think some people like take it too literal too. That they're like, I've seen entirely positive review written, but then they give it four stars. Like I feel like in their head, they're like. I really like this. It's not perfect. Yeah, well, but I like it a lot. Kind of funny. Yeah. 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 Well, like if everything's a five, then what is five anymore? Yeah. You know, you got to have standards. Right. <laughs> a lot of the good Christian fun one stars are just people who got tricked. And I feel bad because <laughs> it's a comedy show. And we do this long thing at the beginning, like we're a comedy podcast where we swear we're not here to make you go to church, blah, blah, blah. And it's still like, I, I thought, yeah, yeah, it's like. <laughs> These swear words, these people aren't Christians. They don't serve the God I serve. It's like wild stuff in the one stars. And I feel bad because I don't want to trick anyone. Right. But you make it pretty clear. I th- I like to think we're very explicit about being explicit. <laughs> <Basically>. <laughs> you guys, this has been super duper fun. Yeah. Kevin, you're a delight. Hey, thanks Yay. for having me. Will you come back next week? I'm going to think about it for a second. <laughs> I thought about it. Yes, I will. Wonderful. Um, uh, I feel like I'm forgetting something. I know I have to. We, have, we do plugs. Is there anything major that I'm forgetting? You want to do your live show one more 9-11? Time? In case someone tuned in Just the in middle. Case, yeah. Never. Yeah. never. Yeah. I'll never yeah. forget that. Yeah, never. You were there, right? <laughs> well, I no, actually, but I did live in New York for a while. I'm, oh, yeah, stolen um, valor. <laughs> hey, hey, guess guess uh, when I'm flying to New York City soon? Nine eleven. Yeah, I it's flew a great out day of New York City. I know. I think I've flown on that day too, but it is. It's just it's it's weird. weird. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. It's Everyone weird. at the airport is like thirty percent quieter. I think <laughs> on nine eleven. <laughs> Is it less crowded? And on that note. <laughs> I don't think it is. I, I feel like it's just always cr- the airport and planes are like uh, freeways in California now. Yeah. It's just okay. they're always crowded all the time. That's how it seems to me. I've- well, Uber Lyft screwed up LAX. That's what happened there. Yep. Yep. Oh, because LAX was a joy before then. <laughs> right. Before then, it was a friggin' breeze, Tony. <laughs> it was easy. And now it's good. good. Uh, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Allison Rosen. Leave comments. Tell your friends. Download. Listen to Childish. Come to the Childish live show. 
and uh, go to allisonrosen.com for all the other stuff. Patreon.com slash allisonrosen. Also, I'm on Cameo, cameo.com slash allisonrosen. Okay, Renee, where yes. might we find uh, you? Twitter, Renee Colvert. Instagram, Renee S. Colvert. I have a podcast called Can I Pet Your Dog? Allison, just start on it. I had what the best hit. time. She was great. Uh, Tugboat is really torn between being best friends oh, with you and Paul. and Paul F. Tompkins. He's losing sleep at I've night. I've been following this war on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty It's pretty intense. It looks intense. like Aaron Gibson was trying to get in there for a minute, too, but then she hasn't... Uh, She's playing the long game. Yeah, well, you know, she built a house or whatever she's doing. <laughs> no, she did, yeah. yeah, she's going to be on the podcast soon, and I got to find out what's going on. Right. She's like done some she, sort of home renovation yeah, in, in, like created an entire Airbnb. Yeah, it's, it's called Casa Strega. Yeah, it's cool. Um, so follow Aaron Gibson. Yeah. That's my big plug. <laughs> Gibbler Tron. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you could do a whole episode on like home renovation with Gorley. And I know. Her. I yeah. should be amazing. I should. I think Allie Ward's doing renovations too. I should yeah, get all of them on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we should do it. Kevin Porter. You can follow me at Electro Lemon everywhere. Uh, <laughs> and then my Finsta account is at Kevin T. Porter on IG and Twitter. Submit your horny summer test. Did you say Finsta? A fake Instagram account. Oh. Yes, which all the teens have. Oh. What does that mean? So there's your regular, your mainstream Instagram account, and then people have fake Instagram accounts uh-huh. where then they lurk and follow and comment and like lucky, on stuff. Lucky. Yeah. I mean, celebrities use them like when they want to just have like personal and private stuff, but right. also like just non-celebrity kids use them all the time. I heard of, it's like a thing that teens will do so their parents won't follow yeah, them. That's a big I remember, well, now I don't know if it was Instagram or Facebook, but my niece had like three different pro, she was not 18 yet and she had like three or four different profiles and in some of them, she was 18. I was like, what is going on? Should I tell Uh-oh. my brother? Mm. I didn't tell him, though, because I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> and you can find me on Hinge and Bumble at Kevin T. Porter. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine if you could, like, search for people? Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> Dequants? Dequants uh, on the snappy. Ugh. <laughs> because i'm snappy you can you can follow me at daniel quants on twitter and instagram if you're not already i'm a lot of fun i'm a fun follow oh whoa stop pointing your finger oh, at boy, me that's a lot it's face is um, real red yeah we get it we get it okay so fucking follow me i'm so lonely hey, put the knife down shaking. man give it back to your son <laughs> yeah he's, he's sleepy <laughs> that's it tony uh, at Tony Thaxton on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, a couple of quick plugs, if I may. Yes. Uh, there's a new Tiny Still song out, which is a band I play in with my wife. My new two-year oh, wow. anniversary right. wife. Uh, so that is where you stream music. Uh, as I said, I'm flying to New York on 9-11, <laughs> uh, playing in New York, uh, Brooklyn and Philadelphia with Don't Stop or We'll Die. And then uh, my podcast, Bizarre Albums, every Tuesday. New episode this week on the Shaquille O'Neal rap album, Shaq Diesel. Yes. I think you're going to say from the Shaquille O'Neal Podcast <laughs> Network. <laughs> oh, that'd be cool. That's oh, coming. it's coming. It's coming. What's it's on, on there? its way? I know. Well, apparently, <laughs> yeah, we'll talk. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone. Thank you, everyone, for being on the show. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? Time, but now we gotta go.